This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C-Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. The Heidegger Baal Shem Tov was one day davening in shul, and he had a vision of a young orphaned shepherd boy who was able to serve Hashem with all of his heart. The Baal Shem Tov very much wanted to meet this boy. In his davening, he asked Hashem to show him where he can find him. And after davening, the Baal Shem Tov gathered some of his chassidim to go and observe how this boy, who grew up with no parents and no Jewish education, serves Hashem with all his heart. They got on the horse and wagon and went for a long journey until they reached the foot of a hill. And on the mountain above them, they saw a shepherd, a young boy, who was blowing his horn to call the sheep to come back to him. After all the sheep came and gathered around him, he brought them to a trough where they could drink water. While they were happily drinking the water, the young shepherd boy looks up to heaven and he says to Hashem, Master of the world, You're so amazing. Look at this beautiful world that you created. You created the earth. You created water. You created the clouds. You created the sun. You created the sky. You created everything. Me and these sheep as well. And I'm just a simple person. I really don't know anything. I never learned how to daven. And I never learned any Torah. And I was raised amongst non-Jews. But there is one thing that I really know how to do well. And that's to blow on my shepherd's horn like a shofar with all of my strength. And then shout out, Hashem, you are everything. And so the shepherd boy, he blew on his horn like a shofar. And he continued blowing and blowing and blowing with all of his might until he was so exhausted that he collapsed on the ground and laid there, unable to even move, just staring at the clouds. But about five minutes later, his strength returned. He got up and he said, You know, Hashem, I'm just a little simple shepherd boy, and I don't know any Torah and I don't know how to daven. What can I give you, Hashem? What can I give you, the master of the universe, who created everything and is creating everything every second all the time? I already blew my horn for you like a shofar. What else can I do for you? And the boy is thinking to himself, and then he said, You know what? I can sing shepherd songs. I know the songs that all of us shepherds sing. And then he started to sing really loudly with so much energy and all of his strength, and he's singing louder and louder and louder. Until eventually he collapsed on the ground again, exhausted, with no energy left. Barely being able to breathe, he was out of breath. He was laying there with his legs and arms spread out on the grass, staring at the clouds above. But a few minutes later, his energy came back to him. 
And he got up again. He said, Master of the Universe, okay, I blew my horn for you. I sang the songs for you. But Hashem, you're so great. What else can I do to serve you, Hashem? And then he put his hands on his head and he tried to think, what else can I do? What else? How else can I serve Hashem? He said, ah, I have an idea. There's something else that I can do for you, Hashem. And then he stood on his head and began to kick his feet in the air. And then he did some somersaults, one one after the another. And then eventually he rolled around in the grass. And he was completely exhausted. And he laid there out of breath, <sighs> staring at the clouds. In the meantime, the Baal Shem Tov and his Hasidim were watching all of this from a distance. Some of them were going to laugh, but the Baal Shem Tov was watching this little boy with real admiration. And so the shepherd boy laid there in the grass, waiting for his strength to return. Then he got up again. He said, Master of the universe, I've done everything I know how to do. I blew my horn. I sang the songs. I stood on my head. I did somersaults and rolled in the grass. What else can I do for you, Hashem? You who does everything for me, and not just for me, but for everyone who exists. How else can I serve you, Hashem, so that you'll really know that I care and I love you and I know that everything I have is from you? Put his hand on his head. He starts walking around. He said, what else? What else can I do? How else can I show Hashem how much I love him? And then he said, wait a minute, I have an idea. Yesterday, the nobleman who owns this whole flock of sheep, he made a big feast for all of his servants like me. And we're sitting there eating and drinking and it was so much fun. We were laughing and singing and having a great time. And towards the end, the nobleman quieted everyone down. Shh, hush, hush, everybody quiet. He said, I want you all to know I'm very grateful to the work that you've done for me. To show you my gratitude, I'm going to give you each a silver coin. Now, these silver coins were not just silver coins. They had been polished and they shined and they looked so beautiful. And this shepherd boy, he got this coin as a gift. So he said, Hashem, I'm going to give you my coin. It was a gift to me from the nobleman, and now it's going to be a gift to you from me. To show you my gratitude, because you created everything, and you feed all your creatures, including me, your little orphaned shepherd boy. And so he took the coin, and he threw it as high in the air as he could. And the coin was flipping in the air as it went higher and higher and higher. And at that moment, the Baal Shem Tov and the Hasidim that were watching all of this from a distance, they saw a hand come down from heaven and grab the coin and then disappear. And with that, the shepherd boy was very pleased with his service to Hashem. The Helege Baal Shem Tov, he turned to the Hasidim and he said, Do you see what we can learn from a shepherd boy who never learned to daven, who never learned any Torah? He has taught us how to fulfill the mitzvah of loving Hashem with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might.
As you can see, I'm having a lot of fun recording these stories. I figured I'd give you a little insight into how the stories are being recorded and what's going on here in the background. So every week, hopefully the week in advance, I record the story for the next week. It's in my office here in Jerusalem. I find a little time to record the story. Of course, I've got a collection of stories from multiple books, from online newsletters, from all kinds of sources. Sometimes they're from memory. And when I find a few minutes, I record the story. And then when I find some more time during the week, I clean up the story, I edit it, I equalize the sound, compress it, do all of the things that are needed to make it sound good. And at this point, I'm using really quite professional equipment, thanks to supporters like you, who have been supporting this podcast financially. And for anybody who's not yet a supporter, I would greatly appreciate your financial backing. Even $5 a month makes a big difference. Each episode takes approximately three hours to produce from beginning to end. And the support that people give really makes a difference. So some people have asked me, are the stories true? Well, I can tell you, having read thousands of Hasidic stories, the stories are definitely true, but not all the details are the same. Sometimes I come across a story that is identical in the story itself, the structure of the story, but the details are different. So I can tell you for sure there's truth behind the stories. They happened in one form or another, but sometimes the details have changed. Sometimes the Rebbe's have changed, the locations have changed, things here and there and the way the story is told has changed. Another thing is people have asked me if I'm reading these stories, so the answer is no, I'm not reading the stories. I'm actually telling the stories, but because I first read the story and then place it on the side and try to remember it, sometimes you'll see there are pauses as I'm speaking, either to take a breath and I take the breath out, or in order to collect my thoughts and say, hmm, what was the next part of the story? So you'll hear sometimes it doesn't always go so smoothly. But I'm not reading the stories, I'm trying to tell the stories. And another distinction is that a lot of stories are recorded, which means that the story is something like, this Rebbe said this, and something happened to this Hasid, and these things happened, and what a miracle. And you read it over, and you're like, okay, that's not a story. And so when I read these stories that are recorded, I try to think to myself, how do I tell this as a story? And sometimes as I'm telling the story, I try to imagine, okay, what actually happened during the story? And so I know all the details that are written in the story or recorded in the story, but then I try to flesh it out. And of course, in the recent stories, when I've had time, I've added a few sound effects here and there just for some fun and to enhance it a little bit. So that's a little background behind what's going on here in my office in Jerusalem with the recording equipment. And I just want to thank you, my sweetest friends, all of the children that are listening to the stories, all the parents that are listening to the stories and all of the people around the world, and there are really thousands of people at this point that are listening to these stories every week. It really means a lot to me. I'm very grateful to you and thankful to you, and thank you for listening. Please tell your friends. Please spread the word. I'd love the whole Jewish world to hear these stories, and it can only happen if you tell your friends about this wonderful project. And a special thank you to the supporters of this podcast, and of course, my children, that go to sleep every night listening to the podcast. To become a supporter, please go to my website at HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. Thank you again, and Zai Gesund.